This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. Uh, hold on. Let me check the date. It's a freaking Wednesday. I, I, I got off track. I got off track because of yesterday. The, the weather was trying to kill me again. It ended up not being that bad, but we did have thunderstorms right around the time that I would have been on here trolling. I don't like to turn on the electronics during the thunderstorms because we get really bad uh, uh, surges here. We get really bad power surges. And I've already lost a TV. So I, I like my electronics and I don't want anything to happen to them. What is up, Sky Comet? What is up, Tones? Ginger? Welcome. I'm not high enough for this shit. My apologies for my absence last night. I was going to watch Jackass, and uh, I ended up not doing that. I ended up just playing video games all night, because I don't have a life. I asked Sparkles if she wanted to watch Jackass with me, and she wasn't into it. We're going to watch West Side Story this weekend. Oscar weekend. Fuck, it's hot in here. Hold on. I like that shit. What are we talking about tonight? The Louisiana is what got hit the hardest last night. And if we if we have time, I want to show you guys some videos. I got a video of a truck that got sucked up in a tornado and then was able to drive off. Goes up in the tornado and then drives off. It's insane. But New Orleans got hit particularly hard last night. I've got I've got a few different videos. I don't know who John Doyle is. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of Twitch drama going on. Apparently Destiny got banned just a few hours ago. I was re- like I was trying to share my show out to everybody, but then I saw that shit and I'm like trying to read what happened to Destiny like as the countdown's going on. There's the whole ContraPoints and Vosh had a whole falling out. I got to, I don't I don't pay attention to any of that drama. But I, I see it, like tangentially on, on the Twitter and shit. <clears throat> I don't know shit. Uh, I've I've watched uh, ContraPoints videos. Natalie is fantastic. I love her her videos. I don't know shit about Vosh because I don't want I don't watch other people that are in my lane that do the same thing as me. I don't know. I don't know. It just happened a couple of hours ago. And I actually went live. Yay. I'm sorry. Did I did I not go? Uh, oh, last night. Last night. I probably had it set up. Because I had every intention on, of being on last night. But it was the weather. What's up, RB? Weed. Don't mind if I do. Because I'm joining the war on drugs on the side of drugs. Okay, get this. In Miami, 
They are trying to impose a curfew. It doesn't seem like the mayor even thinks it's fucking legal because of spring break. Now where are all the where are all the right wingers calling this shit tyranny? Apparently they're shutting down the liquor stores at seven or eight. And they're shutting the bars down at midnight because of spring break. Where's the right wingers screaming tyranny? Warlord, thank you for the resub. Yes, no abortions for Oklahoma coming soon. That is one of the stories we will be covering tonight. The Oklahoma abortion ban that has advanced. There's also a similar to Texas law advancing in Idaho. Over in Utah, a bill to ban trans athletes in sports reached the governor's desk and the Republican governor of fucking Utah did something you guys are going to think is pretty fucking based. And I have his letter, and uh, his letter might actually, like, get you to respect a Republican for once. And hates that people masturbate. Well, he certainly doesn't want to be over here with me, because, you know, on on this channel, we live in uh, sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? I've masturbated six times a day, seven, maybe. I don't know. I'll lose count. Who cares? A poor dick is like, ah, leave me alone. Not true. I've actually been pretty busy with work today. There's a librarian fire. uh, And like I had this, I had this story um, set up for last night. I don't remember. I don't remember why the librarian was fired. Um, apparently they didn't remove some books the school board had a problem with. Governor Newsom in California uh, heard about Joe Biden's uh, almost proposal to send out gas cards and decided, hey, I'm going to do that. Looks like $400 in a debit card is coming to Californians. Matt Walsh and the Daily Wire, they got really upset because one of their sponsors pulled out because, you know, they're a shit company. Apparently it was like Harry's Razors or some shit. Was advertising on the Daily Wire and uh, they decided that their values didn't match up with the Daily Wire because, you know, that's the way capitalism works. Well, apparently, the Daily Wire has launched their own brand of razors. I think they're called I Hate Harry's Razors or some shit. Maybe they were called something else and the, and the website is like I Hate Harry's Razors. It's the dumbest fucking thing. But it's been all over my social media this week and I'm going to subject you guys to the fucking commercial. Oh, by the way, I've got video of Ted Cruz getting the cops called on him. There was a reason, but I mean, just being Ted Cruz is a good enough reason to have the cops called on you, right? Mr. Zodiac Killer. Remember the other day when I played a uh, an ad from Alabama Senate candidate Mo Brooks... It was it was one of one of those dumb ads. I don't even remember what all, what all he said in the ad. Well, Trump has unendorsed Mo Brooks 
because Mo is a loser and is in third place in the Alabama Senate race. So it looks like Mo is spilling the beans on Trump. You can use it for fair. RB is not is not a gas card. It is a debit card, as far as I know, from just reading the headline. I didn't read the story. But I believe it is just a debit card for you to spend at your discretion. Oh, woo! Good job. Absolutely, Ted Cruz is illegal. But Mo Brooks... Heated up some tea. He talked about what uh, what Trump wanted him to do, and I'm reading this, and I'm thinking we're talking about January of 2021, December of 2020, that Trump is proposing Mo Brooks decertify the rescind the election. That's what that's what he wants. Rescind the election. But no, this was Trump talking to Mo Brooks after Labor Day this past year. Like, just a few months ago. Picture of Mo... You don't want a picture of Mo Brooks. Goddamn. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't want to share that uh, picture of Marks right now. I mean, I have. Picture of Mo Brooks. This is what Mo Brooks looks like. He said on the House floor one time that there was a war on white people in this country. It might have been on Fox News. It might not have been on the House floor. But he was on the House floor when he said that the rising sea level was caused by rocks falling into the ocean. He is one of the dumbest, dumbest, absolute dumbest congresspeople serving in Congress right now. He is my representative. I have met him on multiple occasions. He even complimented my fingernail polish one time. But he is really dumb. You know, I used to, uh, I had a, a weed dealer at one point in time. He ran a, um, auto glass service. Like he'd come and, uh, you know, repair your, you like either, you know, replace your windshield or whatever, like right there in your driveway, or if you had like a little crack, you'd put the ceiling on it or whatever. So he had a, you know, you just pay him right there. He had a, uh, well, like point of sort, a, a POS system, a point, point of service, point of service. Is that what it called? You just ran your, your credit card. So I'd go and I'd, uh, pick up my weed from him. I could just credit card, debit card, whatever I wanted. Whatever he took, I could use. Point of sale. Point of sale. As if uh, me in retail, the only the only reason I knew it was called a POS system is because of uh, watching Kitchen Nightmares. We don't have to run people's credit cards in radio. Point of service is the is the cock. <laughs> Of course. Oh, we're going to cover the uh, Katanji Brown Jackson hearing in great detail. We're going to watch all kinds of videos. 
We're gonna get run down what happened yesterday, and then we're gonna we're gonna like cover in detail what happened today. Republicans been coming at her with all kinds of stupid nonsense. I was watching Marsha Blackburn question her as we were coming on. They just adjourned uh, right before the start of the stream. I think I might uh, get up early tomorrow, have my coffee, hop on the stream with you guys. You want to watch? Uh, you want day four? of the uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson hearings. Uh, They've been interesting thus far. All the rod is doing is grandstanding, yes. Including uh, Lindsey Graham. Decided to make a scene. He walked on out of the hearings today. Ted Cruz asked if uh, he could identify as an Asian man. Absolute garbage. Uh, Cory Booker got some praise for a speech that he gave today. It was about ten minutes long. I yanked, uh, you know, the the like the two minutes of it that kept going around on Twitter. Apparently, he brought some people to tears and shit with the things he said. We're gonna get into all that. Plus, you know, Russia. Apparently, uh, Putin is on edge. The U.S. has accused Russia of committing war crimes in Ukraine. We have video of some Russian activists, or Ukrainian activists, I'm sorry, Ukrainian activists actually facing down uh, a Russian oligarch's yacht. Plus an update on Brittany Griner. We do have uh, confirmation of her well-being from the U.S. Embassy now. Let's start off tonight with, um, talk about death. Let's talk about some death. Here is, oh, oh, I, we're not going to get into COVID tonight, but I do want to make a point of letting everybody know Jinsaki has tested positive for COVID. Uh, it seems to be going around in Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, multiple senators have tested positive. They're, they're, we've, we've covered, it's a sub-variation of Omicron. But they don't want to give it its own Greek letter. Because, like, they still think it's close enough to Omicron, but it's about uh, 30% more transmissible, they believe. It doesn't look to be any more deadly, but if it's just as deadly as Omicron, 30% more transmissible, that's an issue. And Omicron also evaded two of our monoclonal antibody treatments. It was more evasive of the vaccine than the Delta. Not completely but more evasive to the vaccine than Delta. Uh, Dip, that's probably what I'm thinking. That's what we're going to talk about next here, because let me tell you, uh, I was hoping when I heard about a state's person dying, it was going to be Justice Clarence Thomas, but no, it was Madeleine Albright, the first female U.S. Secretary of State, who died at the age of 84. Uh, Passed away from cancer. Family announced. Albright made history as the first woman to hold the position, serving under former President Bill Clinton from 1997 until 2001. I don't know anything off the top of my head that uh, Madeleine Albright did because I was still a kid during the Clinton administration. Coming of age, I was I was becoming a teenager during the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. I actually saw Clinton speak when I was in eighth grade. It was right in the middle of the Monica Lewinsky shit. It was like 98, the end of 98. Beginning of 99, something like that. 
I remember, like, I, I, I went to a Christian school at the time. And uh, it took him forever to come out. Like, it was like an hour wait uh, past when his speech was supposed to happen. And, like, uh, the pastor I was sitting next to was like, he's probably back there adjusting his tie. <laughs> I got to meet him. I actually have uh If you want to see, I got a picture with him. <laughs> Me in the class. Signed, signed. I, the picture is signed by Clinton himself. Boom. That would be me right there. Be Bill Clinton. That would be the governor's grandson or step grandson, which is why we were able to go meet Bill Clinton. But I don't, I don't remember very much about the Clinton administration, but, 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 pretty sure fuck Madeleine Albright. But I was really hoping for Thomas on the, on the, on the bingo card. I had no clue. Like I knew who Jeffrey Epstein was in 1998. Apparently, Madeline Albright was surrounded by family and friends. A tireless champion of democracy. I'm reading a press release right now in Human Rights. She was at the time of her death professor at Georgetown University School of Foreign Service, chair of the Albright Stonebridge Group, part of Denton's Global Advisors, chair of Albright Capital Management, president of the Harry S. Truman Scholarship Foundation, chair of the National Democratic Institute, and chair of the U.S. Defense Policy Board, and an author. Family continued to express their love for Albright, explaining that she founded the Albright Institute for Global Affairs at Wesleyan, uh, Wesley, uh, Wellesley College. Wellesley, I, I thought it was Wesleyan College, but like, whoop, whoop, nope, nope, that's not what that said. Wellesley College served as a lifetime trustee at the Aspen Institute. A member of the chapter. Fucking... None of this means anything to me. I thought I was going to get some history of Madeleine Albright in this. Well, fuck off, Yahoo News. This article was nonsense. Who cares? I don't give a shit. I was wanting to blame her for the Elon Gonzalez thing, but that was Janet Reno. The high court won't say whether Justice Clarence Thomas remains hospitalized. And there are people close to him that tweeted out this morning, prayers for Justice Thomas. So it looks like what is going on with Clarence old pube can Thomas is pretty serious. Now, he was hospitalized on Friday. We found out about it on Sunday. They said it was a viral infection and there are, there is an outbreak of COVID going around Washington, D.C. Fuck, I also forgot. I also forgot. COVID is indeed viral. The Supreme Court actually had a ruling last night. Uh, 
on a Wisconsin election map where they overruled. This was completely unprecedented. They overruled the state Supreme Court's ruling, which ruled in favor of a more... Uh, 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 revi- of a revised map that had been put together to be more fair. The Supreme Court struck down that ruling and allowed stand the original gerrymandered map that the GOP in Wisconsin had put together. U.S. Supreme Court threw out Wisconsin's new state legislative maps on Wednesday in a ruling that boosts Republicans and takes aim again at one of the last remaining provisions to protect voting discrimination. The ruling is the latest of many in recent years in which the U.S. Supreme Court has been hostile to voting rights. Now, this happened in the shadow docket overnight. Does the court know something? Is Thomas in a precarious situation and they're trying to throw through as much bullshit as they can? Fuck, I hope so. And fuck, I want Biden to have another pick. Supreme Court declined to say on Wednesday whether 73-year-old Justice Clarence Thomas remains in the hospital, though he had been expected to be released by Tuesday evening. The court said Sunday that Thomas had been admitted to Sibley Memorial Hospital in Washington on Friday after experiencing flu-like symptoms, and he was diagnosed with an infection. His symptoms are abating, and he was expected to be released Monday or Tuesday, the court said in a statement at the time. But on Wednesday morning, court spokeswoman Patricia McCabe said she had no update to provide. Court heard arguments Wednesday morning, and Chief Justice John Roberts said, as he has for the past two days, that while Thomas was not present, he would participate in the case by reviewing the arguments, transcripts, and briefs. Roberts said Thomas was unable to be present today without explanation. Thomas did not have COVID-19, and his infection was being treated with intravenous antibiotics, the court has said. The court has said that it's not COVID. Thomas, a conservative and appointee of former President George H.W. Bush, has been on the court since 1991. What, what, somebody on Twitter had this, you know, self-righteous, indignatious tweet. Anyone wishing for the death of Clarence Thomas who doesn't give a shit really needs to question their morals. Ha 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 ha, I hope it's painful. I crack myself up. All right. So because it wasn't on last night, we're just going to we're going to skim over what happened yesterday. Here are the five must-see moments according to the Hill. It's only 2:42. I as far as I know, there's a hell of a lot more fireworks going on during the confirmation hearing yesterday. And that's kind of why I want to cover it tomorrow. So if you guys want to watch the confirmation hearing with uh, Katanji Brown Jackson tomorrow, I do believe I'm going to stream it. I might try to get up early and stream the whole damn thing. We'll go all day long. But I might not do I might not do the normal stream tomorrow night if I do that. What wild ass fucking music from the hill.
Now, what this book argues for is the exact opposite of what Dr. King spoke about on the floor of the, of the Lincoln Memorial. And, and Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We have white man telling black woman about what Martin Luther King stood for. And are you comfortable uh, with, with these ideas being taught to children as young as four and in respect to the first book, as young as eight and nine in respect to the second book? Senator, I have not reviewed any of those books, any of those ideas. They don't come up in my work as a judge. I'm suggesting the Pretty system has failed miserably and advocates to change this system like she was, in, was, was advocating would destroy our ability to protect this country. We're at war. We're not fighting a crime. This is not some passage of time. Lindsey Graham, the system has failed miserably. We log up more people than any other country on the planet. While having like a third of China's population. While you call them authoritarian, by the way. We log up more people than China while having a third of their population. The system has failed. Our recidivism rate is through the fucking roof. It's all about private prisons. It's a fucking racket. The system needs to be completely overhauled. That's why I am happy that uh, uh, Judge Jackson has been nominated. I'm event. As long as they're dangerous, I hope they all the die. The system has failed, and that's because Lindsey Graham is still in power. 39 of them die in prison. That's a better outcome than letting them go. Okay, now he is now 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 that I got a little more information, I know specifically he is talking about the Guantanamo Bay detainees. He was talking about uh, whether they should be released into the United States. We are holding them indefinitely outside of the law at Guantanamo Bay. And what to do with them has been a big issue. Republicans grandstand with it and say that Democrats want to let these dangerous terrorists out. 39 of them die in prison. That's a better outcome than letting them go. And if it costs $500 million to keep them in jail, keep them in jail because they're going to go back to the fight. Look at the friggin' Afghan government. It's made up of former detainees at Gitmo. This whole thing. That Trump negotiated with, you dumb shit. thing by the left about this war ain't working. Let me also note that Larry Thompson, who served as Deputy Attorney General... There's, there's your walkout from yesterday. With all due respect, and I'm, I, I, I tell you what, I'll be directed to you. I am questioning your discretion, your judgment. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm not questioning you as a person. I'm not questioning your excellence as a judge, frankly. But you said it. You had discretion, and I, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm questioning how you used your discretion... Now, Judge, you're, you're very intelligent, and you're very articulate, and I know you're very well informed. You're telling me you don't have an opinion about packing the United States Supreme Court. Senator, I have opinions about a lot of things. Um, I don't have an opinion um, that I think it appropriate to share. I work very hard to set aside my opinions when I'm thinking about her partisan politics. The work of a judge. And that's a partisan political question. With both Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Barrett on this issue. Uh, Roe and Casey are the settled law of the Supreme Court concerning the right to terminate a woman's. How slick was that? On her part, I agree with Justice Amy Comey Barrett and Justice Kavanaugh that Roe solidifies a woman's right. Slick. 
Slick. Pregnancy. So that was the summation of what went on yesterday. Now we're going to get into several videos from what happened today. This is Chair Dick Durbin, who I think I uh, falsely, I called uh, Leahy the Judiciary Chair the other day. My apologies. The Judiciary Chair is actually Dick Durbin. But um, Durbin opens the hearings this morning talking about the right-wing attacks on Brown from yesterday. So I would say that the bottom line is this. Uh, you have done what 80% of the judges have done. You're in the mainstream of sentencing when it comes to child pornography cases. I also think it's ironic that the senator from Missouri, who unleashed this uh, discredited attack, refuses to acknowledge... Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri. ...that his own choice for federal judge in the Eastern District of Missouri has done exactly what you did. He is the Democratic whip. You also have been... Oh, oh, Holly's upset. ...having been wrong to be a public defender or even to be in a law firm representing a Guantanamo detainee. It's interesting that Republican judges, very conservative ones, don't see this as a blemish on your character. They understand, as we do, that the Sixth Amendment creates a responsibility that people have a right to come. She's told Blackburn off with her face and her mannerisms. Oh, my God. There was one question. And I just looked over to see her response because, like, Marsha cuts her off and then, like, doesn't let her actually answer. And just the look on Brown's face. It was, and you, you might have seen that look. It's been going around uh, on a meme. Like, uh, uh, like, black families know that look and it has, like, some sitcom moms and shit. Fucking Marsha Black. By the way, like it was insulting to me to sit here knowing that Marsha Blackburn is a complete fucking idiot. Was an image consultant. And and she's all self-righteous on like a far more qualified woman. Man. It was it was burning me up. Republican judges, very conservative ones, don't see this as a blemish on your character. They understand, as we do, that the Sixth Amendment creates a responsibility that people have a right to counsel. You have exercised that responsibility in your professional life. This, incidentally, yesterday, turned your nomination turned out to be a testing ground for conspiracy theories and culture war theories. Full on QAnon. Uh, are the charges against you and your family. The more I understand, the social media scoreboard lit up yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry that we have to go through this. These are not theories that are in the mainstream of America, but they have been presented here as such. And I hated like seeing a lot of seeing a lot of comments, like, "Oh, I was abused as a child, so how?" How can she be so lenient and blah, blah, blah? I hope the Republican sinker that really like upset because like I, I'm not going to go and troll the fact that you were abused. I sympathize with that. But good Lord, how do these people buy the right wing nonsense? This was from yesterday. We're gonna we're gonna flash back in time to yesterday. I'm sorry. The cops step in after a frustrated Ted Cruz 
clashes with Montana airport staff. Cancun Karen. Now, now he was he was trying to fly back to DC for the hearings. Rep for the local airport told the Daily Mail that the annoyed senator had missed the check-in window for his flight to did it say Boston? The crew said something along the lines of, Don't you know who I am? Didn't actually let us see the... I mean, you can't tell much from the video. Let's let's watch the unedited thing. See if we can hear what Cruz has to say here. Apparently, the guard did not know that it was Ted Cruz until afterwards. Don't you know who I am? But thank God Ted Cruz didn't miss his flight. So that he was able to ask this fucking question of Katanji Brown Jackson. I'm an Hispanic man. Could, could I decide I was an Asian man? Would, would I have the ability to be an Asian man and challenge Harvard's discrimination because I made that decision? Senator, I'm not able to answer your question. You're asking me about hypothetical. Example, I'm, I'm an Hispanic man. Could, could I decide I was an Asian man? Would, would I have the ability to be an Asian man and challenge? Thank God he didn't miss his flight because where would we be without Senator Ted Cruz asking such an elucidating question? His father was some kind of Mexican or something, wasn't he? Some kind of Mexican. That sounds kind of racist. His father was Mexican or, or something to that effect. I believe, but Ted Cruz himself is indeed from Canada. <sighs> Let's watch him throw a little temper tantrum. Senator, if you, if you don't want her to answer that question. Oh, Cuban, Cuban. Mr. Chairman, My bad, I'm sorry. Thank you, RB. Why she sentenced Stewart? You've gone over the time, Senator, by two minutes Why she? Because you've interrupted me for two minutes, Mr. Chairman. Will you allow her to answer the question, or do you not want the American people to hear why... Senator <laughs> Biggle, what's up? ...described as an egregious... Well, there comes a point, Senator, where you get a little bit... Chairman Durbin, hand. will you allow her to answer the question? You won't allow her to answer I, I, I will happily allow her to... The question is Senator, why thank you sentenced Stewart, an egregious child pornography possessor... So, to, to half of the amount Please, requested by the prosecutor. Please, Senator. Will you allow her to a- answer the question, Chairman Durbin? Senator Coons. Well, why are you not allowing her to answer the question? There's You're not another the senator here that you've not allowed her to answer the question. You're I'm not asking another question, but allow her to answer the question, Chairman Durbin. 
Thank you, Chairman. Why do you not want the American people to know what happened in the Stewart case or any of these cases? Chairman Durbin, I've never seen the chairman refuse to allow a witness to answer a question. You can bang it as loud as you want. I can just tell you, at some point, you have to follow the rules. She she is uh, too classy to bring up the incest porn, but in case you don't know what Dib is talking about, Ted Cruz actually tweeted out a picture. I believe it was a tweet. Might have been along an Instagram or something. Tweeted out a picture. I'm pretty sure it was Twitter. Tweeted out a picture of his computer he had taken, and he had a bunch of browsers open, and one of them was incest porn. Fucking Ted Cruz. Rules. Okay, will you let her answer the question? Star craving. been interrupting, and by the way, with Senator Graham, it went 10 minutes over. You've taken a big chunk of the time. Will you allow her to answer the question? You've given her... Why are you afraid of her... So that is the reason why it was still going on right before I came on the stream. They all went over. He does indeed. He loves being cucked by uh, by Trump. That is his biggest kink. She's welcome to answer it right now. Will you let her? Senator Coons. Will you let? So no, you don't want her to answer the question. Senator Coons. Will you let her answer the question? Chairman Durbin. Apparently, Judge we're Judge. very afraid of the American people hearing the answer to that question. We here in the Senate, in this committee today, are in the middle of a policy fight. So there you have it, Ted Cruz. Let's hear from one senator from South Carolina, Mr. Lindsey Graham. This will, this, if, you're keeping, if you're keeping track, this is his second. Oh, we're not even going to hear from him. This is going to be his second walkout. We should be doing our job here. But part of our job, we have failed in responding to the changing circumstances that face this crime. What has it been, 15 or 16 years? Oh, oh, oh. Star Craving, the question was about uh, why she had a... It was like half the time that the prosecutor had asked for is what she gave the defendant in a child porn case. Like, and she, like... Her rulings have been consistent with, with other rulings in the same cases. Republicans, Democrat alike. So, like, this is a nonsense argument that they're throwing out there. But they're trying to make it like she is incredibly lenient on people who possess child porn. So that they can, they can say, so that they can then take that and say that she is lenient on sex offenders. That's, that's exactly what they're wanting to do. Now, there, there was a question. It was about the, the, the Stewart was the defendant in the case. They were the ones that were caught in possession of child porn. Apparently, uh, Brown had called it egregious. Like, Cruz was quoting her own words. But, like, I don't, I don't know what the actual sentence was. You know, if the prosecutor was asking for fucking 50 years and Brown gave him 25 in a child porn case, you know, it's probably one of those issues. This is Dick Durbin is admonishing Lindsey Graham after he wrapped up his questioning. What has it been, 15 or 16 years? She is currently not an outlier in sentencing. 70% of the federal judges face the same dilemma and wonder why Congress has failed to act and when it will act. This is our fault? Partially it is, Senator. To be honest with you, it is. We have to upgrade these guidelines and decide whether we're going to stick with the Supreme Court decision that they're not mandatory. Senator Feinstein. 
Thank you. And there much. is your walkout from Lindsey Graham. I would like to compliment the wit. And the fact of the matter is that I'm co-sponsor of your bill, the Earned Act. I like Brown watched him walk out too. Like her eyes shifted over. Like, oh, you walking out, why, man? I'm glad. I'm glad. Let me bathe in Lindsey Graham's tears. Here is Senator Tom Cotton. He is going to talk about Guantanamo Bay detainees. So no opinion on whether America would be safer or less safe if we were... And if you you guys... uh, Brown once represented a detainee at Guantanamo Bay. Like, she was appointed to represent the detainee in, you know, in a terrorism case. Which is, like, admirable on her part, but also, like, I don't think she had a choice. Like, she was appointed by an agency to do it. Like, it wasn't like she volunteered to do it. I would I that, that was the thing that kind of, like, shocked me. Like, I, I had, like, I was like, oh, shit, she volunteered to defend a Guantanamo Bay detainee. That's mad props. But no, she was just appointed I guess they had like they probably had like a lottery or something, and they just you know drew names. This person gets this person. This person gets this person. So they have a lawyer, but like that's admirable on her part for doing that. I fucking I love defense attorneys. Those are my favorite kind of attorneys. So so no opinion on whether America would be safer or less safe if we released all the detainees from Guantanamo Bay. Senator, America would be less safe if we don't have terrorists out running around attacking this country. Absolutely. America would also be um, more safe in a situation in which all of our constitutional rights are protected. This is the way our scheme works. This is how the Constitution that we all love um, operates. It's it's about making sure they don't give a shit about the constitution. Doing what it's supposed to do in a time of crisis. As Justice Gorsuch said, the constitution is not suspended in times of crisis. Man, she did it again. She keeps referencing the right-wing justices and saying I agree with them. She had done Amy Coney Barrett and she had done uh, Kavanaugh previously. Now she she drops Gorsuch. She just did all three Trump-appointed justices. And apparently she had mentioned Thomas and how she agreed with Thomas multiple times as well. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is fantastic. That's why like, I'm, I'm going to do the uh, fourth day of hearings tomorrow just because like I want to watch her in action some more. I, I should I've been busy this week. I, I should have done all the other days. We should have we should have gone all week on these confirmation hearings. The government still has to follow the rules. And so criminal defense lawyers make sure that in times of crisis the government is following the rules. Okay. Let's turn to the actual cases. Now, to be fair, the like the the rape, rape, rape. I love beer, devil's triangle. Those those confirmation hearings, that part of the confirmation hearing, that was like an addendum to the actual confirmation hearings. That like they called him back in for new hearings after they had already gone through this process. That's why it was a more contentious show. 
I remember that too. I was uh, I was working as a uh, install tech at that time, and I'm sitting in the shop like making wires and shit, and I'm watching that that fucking hearing uh, on my on my phone. I've got like the phone propped up and watching it. Got my headphones in. I love this shit. I loved I loved court. That was my favorite thing was to go and sit in court. I'd go sit in court for hours when I was the news director. But also, like, I could only do it if, you know, I didn't have anything else to do that day. Just go and sit in court. Go watch arraignments. Yeah, like, if I didn't have anything else to do, I'd go watch arraignments. Fun. This is Senator Cornyn. Bringing up the topic of abortion, which, you know, is a hot-button topic. With the Supreme Court. What does viability mean when it comes to an unborn child, in your understanding? Senator, I hesitate to speculate. I don't... I know that it is a point in time that the court has identified in terms of uh, when uh, the standards that apply to regulation of the right. Justice Brennan... At a later point in his career on the Supreme Court, admitted that the viability line was an arbitrary line. Of course it is, Cornyn. Senator, I'm not able to comment on um, viability. There is a, a case pending in the Supreme Court right now concerning the issues serious dip that's another thing like they're all the right does is virtue signal they want to wear their flags all over them they want to say they believe in the constitution i stand for the unborn i'm a patriot i served my country that kind of fucking bullshit all it is is virtue signaling Uh, i'm asking you about previous decisions but i i i hear you um no one suggests that a 20-week-old fetus can live independently outside the mother's womb. Do they? I I don't know. I mean, you need... I believe it's happened a couple of times. And all the other essentials to sustain human life. I think, like, the uh, earliest so that's ever survived is, like, 17, weeks 18 weeks or something like that. can be, live independently, Correct. Senator, I'm I'm not. But isn't it usually the isn't it usually 22 weeks? I don't know. Or is that that's just um, the delineation the courts made? You don't know what? whether a, an unborn child could live outside the womb at 20 weeks gestation. What I know is that the Supreme Court has um, tests and standards that it's applied when it evaluates regulation of the right of a woman to terminate their pregnancy. Um, they have a. a the court has announced um, that there is a right to terminate uh, up to the point of viability subject to the framework in Roe and Casey and there's a pending I believe that's like and the reason they chose that number is because like that's that's the average time beg the question of course all right, here is our last clip, and apparently this is one that has got the liberals all hard. Cory Booker 
giving he praise just kept telling me, to it Jackson. It's so good to see you here. It's so good to see you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I love my brother, Tim Scott. We could write a dissertation on our disagreements. He gave the best speech on race. I wish I could have given as good of a speech. But talking to the challenges and indignities that are still... Fake. Exactly, Ida. Everything is fucking arbitrary. I was in the White House with my Democratic colleagues, and I'm again, I'm in my joy. I can't help it. <laughs> and, and, and the president's asking our advice. Who should we nominate and whatever? And I look at Kamala, and we have a knowing glance which we've had for years when she and I used to sit on this end of this committee at times. And then I try to get out to the president what it means. What it means. And I want to tell you when Hi, I... Hi, Comet. Welcome back. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're a person that is so much more than your race and gender. You're a Christian. You're a mom. You're... You're, you're an intellect, you love books, but for me, I'm sorry, I, I, it's hard for me not to look at you and not see my mom, not to see my, my cousins, one of them who had to come here and sit behind you. She had to be, she had to have your back. I see my ancestors and yours. Nobody's going to steal the joy of that woman in the street or the calls that I'm getting or the texts nobody's going to steal that joy. You have earned this spot. You are worthy. You are a great American. Your hero is Constance Baker Motley. Mine, she has sat on my desk for my offices that I've held. She's my icon of America. Her name is Harriet Tubman. There is a love in this country that is extraordinary. You admitted it about your parents. They loved this nation, even though. I tend to believe that Cory Booker is cringe. However, I understand the moment and I understand the gravity of the moment and the emotion of the moment. And it absolutely is a huge fucking moment. Historic. The thing that rubs me the wrong way about Booker is like making it all about himself. Him talking about him and Kamala and, uh, you know, I see my mom in you and everything. That whole shit. That's what's cringe to me. If you're going to get up there and praise the woman, praise the woman. But I agree with the sentiment. Better every time. All right, so now this is the first time we've done this on here. I saw Ms. Nina Turner post this, and I'm like, you know what? I agree. It is call-in day. I am going to encourage all of you to call your senators and demand that they uh, confirm Judge Jackson, I'm going to call my senator right now, but I'm assuming I'm going to get the voicemail. Who do we want to call first? Shelby or Tommy Tuberville? Let's go Tuberville. 
You guys want to call right now? Or you can listen to me call Tommy Tuberville. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna call the. I'm not gonna call the DC number. I'm gonna call the Huntsville number. I'm gonna call the local number. You know what? And you know what? I'm even gonna switch to my other phone number, so it's a local number, and it's not the one that I. Use. Just to make sure, so if they see it on the caller ID, they know I'm his constituent. I mean it. Uh, let me make sure I've got the audio set up right here. Hi, this is Senator Tupperville's office. We're not able to answer the phone at this time. Please leave your name and number, and someone will give you a call back. Thank you. My name is Justin Mullins. I am a constituent of Senator Tupperville. I live in Huntsville, Alabama. I am calling to encourage Tupperville to vote to confirm Biden's nominee for the Supreme Court, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. Thank you very much. Have a fantastic evening. There you go. State your name, where you live in their district. John Fracken. <laughs> Fucking Fracken. Mine's Tuberville. Mine's Tuberville. Oh, shit. All right, so that was that was my encouragement to you guys. I'll call Shelby tomorrow. I promise I will do it. Oh, to be fair about my YouTube subscription numbers, because, like, I'm perfectly honest with you guys. Yes, I have, like, 6.6K subscribers on YouTube, but it's because I made a stupid fucking John Cena meme video, and that's where most of my subscribers have come from, not my political, or or my movies. I've gotten some, some subs off my movies comedy skits and shit like that, but predominantly it's from the Bubble Guppies video. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, have you, have you never been in here when I've uh, talked about where I actually live? Oh, God, sometimes Sparkles and I will venture out into the county. I saw an honest-to-God Nazi one time. It was scary. I don't want to go out no more. I, I pers I live in a real, like, I'm overlooking the city, I'm up on a mountain, like the only mountain in Alabama, I'm, God, I'm giving way too much away about where I live, overlooking the, no, there's a couple other mountains, uh, I'm overlooking the city, I'm in a, I'm in a kind of bougie area, it's the historic district, 
The only reason I'm still here is because I really like this apartment. Like, where where else am I going to find an apartment that allows three pets, three pets, has washer and dryer hookup, I have my own washer and dryer, has a, a washing machine, I'd never, or I mean, a dishwasher, I'd never had a dishwasher before. First time I've ever had a dishwasher in any apartment I've lived in. And I've got a screened-in back patio. Because that's, that's the reason why I moved here was because uh, I let the cats go outside and shit and be out on the... And, like, my backyard is a national forest. They see all kinds of animals, squirrels, deer, all kinds of shit comes up. He doesn't clear his mailbox. Oh, Sky Comet. So uh, yes, having pets makes it hard because I've been lo- I've been looking at jobs in Atlanta, and that's just my worry is finding a good place that allows pets. That's reasonably priced. Want a cat? You want a Smokey? I'm smoky. Hey, Smokey. He's very sleepy. He's still falling asleep. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to wake you up. I would love to go to Cat Island. I think he's he's a little indignant at me. He's going to turn his back on me. Like, mm. I don't know where any of the other ones are. Got you some cat ass. Oh, shit. Don't ban me for that, Twitch. Exactly. It's like Republican senators don't want you to talk to them. I think there's a cat ass command. Maybe not. I thought I thought Adam made a cat ass command. Maybe maybe it's something else and it says cat ass when you do it. I don't know how the Twitch works. Vladimir Putin is on edge, apparently, as the Ukraine war has turned into a fiasco for the Russian military. Putin advisors are on edge as the Ukraine war devolves into a debacle for Russia. Andrei Saltatov said Russia's military failures had shown cracks within Russian leadership. It looks like everybody is on edge, the expert on Russia's uh, military and security services said. They've said that multiple times here. Fighting in Ukraine entered its third week. Reports this week rely, uh, revealed heavily laden military cargo jets are pouring into an airfield across the border, stacked with weapons and military equipment to help Ukraine's forces hold back the advance of Russian troops. Throughout the buildup to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, NATO countries, including the U.S., insisted they would not send troops to the region amid concern that the presence of their personnel on the ground would lead to a dangerous escalation of the conflict. 
By the way, this is something I want to talk about. This is from Alabama Representative Barry Moore's page. It was filled with these comments today. Hello, I'm from Ukraine. It's currently a living hell. Children and civilians are killed by Russian invaders. Our home schools and hospitals are being demolished by them. To put a stop to it, we need your aid. Please contact your government and President Biden to request that our sky be protected. Air defenses are required. This is the only way to prevent thousands of civilians from dying and a beautiful country from being destroyed. Ukraine's salvation is within your grasp. And they're all like that. Just slight variations. Because here's another one. Dear Barry Moore, I'm from Ukraine, where life is currently a living hill. The first one, and it's currently a living hill. This one is where life is a living hill. Russian invaders assassinate civilians and children. They uh, wreak havoc on our homes, schools, and hospitals. We'll need your help to put a stop to it. Please call your government and Vice President Biden and Vice President Biden to ask for the protection of our airspace. It is necessary to install our defense systems. You have the power to aid Ukraine. They might have said bombs and, and bombed in different ones because, like, every one of them was just slightly different, but they all said the same thing. So I'm wondering: is this is this Russian bots trying to goad us into war? Is this the CIA wanting doing the bidding of defense contractors to try to to ramp up and escalate? Is it is it really a Ukrainian farm? That is is true because the aim of Zelensky is indeed to institute a no fly zone. The U.S. has wisely decided against that because it would escalate the conflict. There has been a lot of instances of them you know, like not letting people of color leave. This is the first I'm hearing of, of not letting trans people leave. That's really disheartening. But now, as, as I've said from the beginning, I want to caution the liberals out of making a hero of Zelensky and lionizing him the way they have. History is littered with examples of, of people that came to power during moments of peril riding popular movements and just become brutal fucking dictators themselves. And uh, Zelensky before, like, rode a wave of popular support to the presidency, but had been seen as a failed president about a year in. And there were uh, allegations of corruption. It it seemed like he had kind of turned towards an authoritarian crackdown already. So the idea of this happening and then the the West making him into, into some kind of fucking heroic figure just really worries me. The stance about uh, not getting the U.S. involved in the conflict has continued since Moscow ordered its troops into Ukraine on the morning of February 24th. Instead, NATO nations and other countries are supplying Ukraine's defense forces, vastly outgunned and outnumbered by Russia's military, with weapons and equipment that Kiev hopes will be able to uh, help staunch Russia's advance. 
Around 17,000 anti-armor weapons have been sent to Ukraine in the last number of weeks and are being pressed into use against Russian tanks and other hardware. As of March 8th, uh, Ukrainian fighters had destroyed over 1,000 armored personnel carriers, 303 tanks, 120 artillery systems, and 80 helicopters. Apparently, there's been over 1,000 Russian deaths, and even Russia is admitting that now. Originally, they weren't. While here in the U.S., we have declared what Russia has done a war crime. I guess officially now, because... Biden had kind of said it like just in jest, but now now it's like an official statement from, uh, is this the Pentagon Secretary or the State Blinken Department? Exp- it just says the U.S. government. I think I think this is the uh, Pentagon set up behind her. Expressed his view that some of Russians reported attacks did in fact constitute war crimes. He emphasized that the Department of State and other U.S. departments will be documenting and assessing... Guy Comet called their senator. Reports. The assessment has now inclu- concluded with a current... With a careful Senators! Currently available you got two of them. Both public and from intelligence sources. This review underpins the assessment that the secretary announced today, that Russian forces are indeed committing war crimes in Ukraine. I want to reiterate our solidarity for the people of Ukraine. We are committed to pursuing full accountability for war crimes in Ukraine using all of the tools that are available to us, including criminal prosecutions. As the Secretary said, those who are responsible for such abuses must be held accountable. So I think it's incredibly important to shed a light on what's happening within Ukraine so that the... I'm, I'm not sure the, uh, the clip you're talking about, Dip... We watched him with Stuart Varney on uh, a Monday night, and that was pretty. That was pretty batshit. People of Ukraine understand that the world knows what they are suffering, and that they're doing. I might have a seed. The hands of um, an aggressive war that was launched unprovoked by Russia. No, it's also I don't extremely want no important seed. to continue to document what's happening on the ground to preserve that. Seed is a thing that can't that get no love from for future me. accountability purposes. We don't want to lose that evidence. We don't want that evidence to be tampered with. So it's extremely important that it be collected now and preserved with an eye towards future accountability. How do you determine? Hold on a second. Hey, Google, turn living room lights violet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dip. When I turn them piss yellow, they actually look white. It just looks like regular lighting in here. It's weird. Like, it looks like... It looks piss yellow to me in here. But on camera, it comes across as just regular light. It is It is just the weirdest thing. Piss ye- piss, uh, there is a piss yellow... There is a, a, a ugly ass color green. You, I mean, you can make if you really want to go into the app, you can make it fucking any color on the wheel, and you can adjust it yourself. As for Google, though, it's just like Google controlling all the different lights. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd have to do green in order to make it yellow on the. See, I don't know a lot about color theory. That wasn't my thing, and I also did the. Um, 
I, I, when I stayed an extra year in college, I actually took uh, classes over in the digital media department. And one of them was like visual thinking. Because I was like, oh, this will really fucking help me out because I'm really weak in this. And I, I didn't retain shit from that class. I hate that too. I had a really good professor. The thing, okay, so the thing about uh, growing out here, I actually have a great closet out on my patio and it's very spacious and it has shelves in it already. It has a light. It has power in it. Everything is perfect. And I'm back here. I'm in the back of my apartment complex. Rarely is there anybody back here. I'd kind of, cause like I would have to have a fan that blew out like under the door or something. I had to rig something up. But my thought, like, I cook, right? I I cook everything from scratch, and I've always wanted to do an herb garden. So I thought maybe I could get an herb garden growing. That explains why I've got the lights out there. Explains why i got the fans and everything. And it would, the herb smell would help cover up or mask the, the herb smell. The other herb smell. I mean, can't color balance their stream. Oh, shit. I think I'm pretty good with color grading. I had a client who, like, it was a dentist office video. He said, like, I corrected it and made it look like natural lighting, right? And you bumped up the contrast a little bit, a little bit more saturation, made it pop. Nothing major. He sends it back to me. He's like, can you put a color grade on it? I'm like, it's a dentist office. What the fuck did you want? <laughs> so I just went to my, like, my cinematic, like, presets. Because I got, like, a, a, a pack I purchased of, like, different presets. And I was just like, you pick out one of these, like, film. I think gold is what I like, a, a gold film, blah, blah, blah. Like, I popped that on there. And kind of bumped down the intensity on it a little bit. Sent it back to him. He loved it. I was like, all right. Cool. Exactly. Good luck with covering that smell. That's the, that's the issue. But luckily, I'm back here in... Like, the woods are right here next to me. There's, like, I don't really have neighbors. that Now, if I get a neighbor over here and they've got a dog, they'll walk their dog right beside that closet. That would be the issue. Man, do I hate it when I've got a neighbor over there that has a dog. And I just, my name, my neighbor that was living there just moved out. I'm going to have a new neighbor again. It's weird. I've lived like in this apartment for seven years. I've had ten different neighbors over there, it seems. Because you can do like three months, six months, uh, a year leases over here. Like there's these, there was this like mother and daughter that lived over there, and I went over there, and like it was, it was about this time one year, and I'm like, hey, do you guys want to uh, build a uh, uh, if I build a flower bed, and put the, like the soil and everything, build the because you because we have wildlife, I'll have to build like fencing around it and everything. You guys want to do a garden, like we help upkeep it if I build everything. They're like, honey, we're moving out. Like we, I was like, you've only been there like three months. Like, yeah, we were just staying here until uh, our house got remodeled. I'm like, oh, guys, I liked you guys. You didn't give me any problems. Ted Cruz be roaming. 
Here is a fantastic clip I have for you. You guys are going to enjoy this. This is Ukrainian activists. This uh, gigantic ass yacht you see back here belongs to a Russian oligarch, apparently. Block oligarch's yacht as it arrives in sanctions-free Turkey. Telling it to go away. It's like it's hard to comprehend just how massive one of those motherfuckers is. There, there should not be people rich enough to own something like that. So that's that's not a yacht. That's a mega yacht. Yes, you should grow if you're allowed six foot. See, like me growing, like I'm taking, a, I'm taking a little chance. Allowed six plants. Fuck yeah, grow. We do have an update, luckily, on Brittany Griner, the WNBA basketball player that has been imprisoned in Russia. I'm I'm not exactly sure how long she's been imprisoned. Apparently, the footage from the airport was from February, but the story we had read last night, or no, on Monday, said she may have been imprisoned for like three, uh, three months. What, they come bigger than the one we were just looking at. That that motherfucker was huge. It was the it was the size of fucking Rhode Island. I can't. I know Bezos has a yacht where like there's like many yachts can like go up inside the yacht. That's, that's fucking crazy. Ah. Uh. U.S. Embassy in Moscow says Brittany Griner is in good condition. So fucking thankfully, thank God. She has awesome taste. I saw somebody say that she might be quite possibly one of the greatest uh, women's basketball players of all time. That she could beat many men that are playing today, but I don't know anything about sports. So I don't know if that's true or not, or just somebody being being hyperbolic because of the situation. But apparently she is indeed a superstar. State Department spokesperson Ned Price said Wednesday that an official from the U.S. Embassy in Moscow found WNBA star Brittany Griner in good condition after they were granted consular access able to check on her condition we will continue to work very closely with her legal team with her broader network to see to it that she is treated fairly embassy official was granted consular access to griner on tuesday our official found Brittany griner to be in good condition u.s embassy will press for a consistent and timely consular access to griner and other u.s citizen detainees Agents detained Griner after allegedly finding cannabis oil in her luggage. 
and accused the WNBA star of smuggling significant amounts of narcotic substance. Unfortunately, this story doesn't go into it. So I'm hoping the U.S. can fucking do something and that Russia isn't going to use this young lady as a pawn. Reiner is facing five years. Five years. In a Russian labor camp. what an expert told Fox News. Now, once again, it's a Fox News expert. The 31-year-old Phoenix Mercury basketball star was arrested in Russia last month. Russian law expert Peter Mags, the University of Illinois College of Law, is predicting her pending legal case could result in a 5- to 10-year prison sentence, which could also include time spent at a labor camp. Mercedes Schlapp. God damn. We do have a video. But it's also Mercedes Schlapp. And like fucking Fox News never wants to play for me. I think it's because of my ad blockers I've got. Law professor also speculated that Griner could be completely innocent as Russian authorities are known to plant drugs on people to arrest them under false pretenses. I'm thinking it was just a fucking vape cartridge or some shit. That's probably all she had on them, and they called it cannabis oil. Don't even have to plan anything on her. Moving uh, from Russia to Belarus. Where a January 6th Capitol riot suspect was just granted refugee status. Wasn't expecting that one, were you? You weren't expecting that one. It was a good transition. Evan Newman is under federal indictment in the U.S. for more than a dozen charges related to last year's capital insurrection. But Belarus, a Russian ally and neighbor to Ukraine, has granted him asylum, saying he is under its protection indefinitely. I am very grateful, and it is bittersweet, like eating cranberries, Newman said in a video. Oh, fuck, we've got a video. Well, shit. You know we gotta watch that. This is your document. Please sign. Here. В августе месяц этот гражданин незаконно пересек государственную границу с Республикой Беларусь. Он с территории Украины прибыл к нам, сказал, что его начали преследовать. Он заметил за собой слежку. Начал пересечь границу и оказаться Поэтому он взял карту, взял свой рюкзак. Получается, 
в районе ответственности Пинского пограничного отряда, перешел в государственную границу, где был задержан сразу военнослужащим. Он сразу военнослужащим объяснил, почему он это делает, и обратился с соответствующим ходатайством. Сейчас решение предоставлено соответствующий статус, и этот статус будет действовать до того момента, пока вот те обстоятельства, в связи с которыми этот статус был ему предоставлен, You know when uh, cousin Eddie was like, "Get you something real good, Clark, real nice." I got, I got some real nice. Belarus is very nice. Belarus is очень хорошее место. And um, I feel safe in Belarus, especially compared to my. That doesn't seem. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a hostage video at all. I feel safe in Belarus. In America, uh, there have been. Oh shit! Okay, cool. I will look into that. Did uh, killed themselves. Keep him. Тем более, что есть, скажем так, шесть примеров, про которые он говорит, там, где люди сами покончили со собой. А здесь он чувствует себя в безопасности. Какие испытываете эмоции от того, что вы получили защиту Республики Беларусин. Белорусин и ощущения, они и горькие одновременно, и сладкие. Это все равно, как есть клюкву. То есть он и рад, и одновременно расстроен. Рад, потому что Республика Беларусь проявила о нем соответствующую заботу, но и расстроен, потому что он вынужден был, ну, скажем так, оказаться в такой ситуации, где в своей стране у него получились проблемы. Вы уже полгода в Беларуси. Расскажите, пожалуйста, какие Белорусин. Right now, my plans are to stay in Brest. Um, I have... No way! Is that really the way it's pronounced? Belarusian? I have a, started a life here. Um, I would like to, now that I have a document, I would like to travel to Minsk. I have not seen that yet. Um, I don't blame you. I like to go to Minsk. See what else there is. I have not been able to travel, so I would like to see around other parts of Belarus. Wait, does the country, what does Bella mean in their language? What, like, is it like sub-Russia or some shit? Is that the, is that the name of the country? Oh, you're saying the language. But it, like, was I wrong when I said Belar Belarusian? Like, referring to people of the country? Is the language a, a mix of... All this is... Everything's Belarusian, isn't it? I've got what, what does the what does the root word mean?
It means, uh, in old Hungarian, it means the intestines. In modern Hungarian, it means the guts. The guts of Russia! That's awesome! I never even, I never even put the... I, I, I just thought Belarus was a cool name. I didn't even, like, the R-U-S. I didn't even take that as, like, being connected to Russia. That's cool. I like learning shit on this show. I like you guys so much. Great community. All right, so we 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 talked about my senator earlier. Let's talk about my congressman now. <laughs> Bo Brooks. Says Trump asked him to immediately remove Biden from office and illegally hold a new presidential election. The Republican uh, Representative Mo Brooks of Alabama said on Wednesday that former President Donald Trump pressed him to illegally remove President Joe Biden from office and hold a new presidential election, moves that are both unconstitutional. President Trump asked me to rescind the 2020 elections, immediately remove Joe Biden from the White House, immediately put President Trump back in the White House, and hold a new special election for the presidency. Brooks said in a statement responding to Trump's withdrawal, 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 withdrawal. Withdrawal. Fuck! His withdrawal. I might, I might not be, not because I don't know what it means, because I can't fucking pronounce it right. And I thought I could pronounce it. (sighs) Fuck, it's a hyperlink. Withdrawal. 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 (laughs) Oh, shit. Fuck it. I'm moving on. In a statement on Wednesday, Trump said Brooks had gone woke. Had gone woke. When when your drawal prevents you from saying withdrawal. It is. It's my it's my southern drawl. Oh, and that's what you know what it's weird is people have asked me all my life where I'm from. I lived in Kentucky, when I lived in Tennessee, when I lived in Because, Al- I mean, especially like in Alabama, like my my accent is a weird mismatch of, you know This is the deep south. I'm from Appalachia. It's a completely different South. Holy shit. Is it a completely different kind of South? Like, I'm from the South, but no, this is the South. There's a difference between the Deep South and Appalachia. People ask me where I'm from all the time, and it's really weird. Like, even when I lived in Pikeville. Where are you from? From here. I live here. 
Guy Comet, thank you for the resub. I would imagine Montgomery and Chattanooga are completely different worlds. Montgomery is in the southern part of southeast Tennessee. Montgomery is in southwest Alabama. Not all the way south, though. It's like a, a, a fourth of the way up. Geography with freaking, which don't ever listen to me on geography. Don't ever listen to me on geography because sparkles will tell you. I, I can't, I can't even, I can't do the Kentucky accent. I can't do, but also you got to like, I was in theater when I was a kid. And, and like one summer when I, when I was in like the professional gig doing theater, like I had to sit down, listen to like a phonics fucking tape, a tape cassette. This is when I was fifth grade or sixth grade, maybe. And I had, I had to do like, cause they really wanted me to enunciate. They wanted me to, cause I, I was in on golden pond and it's set in like the Northeast. I think Northeast. I played Billy in on golden pond. I'm not trying to look like this was when I was a kid. I was in theater. They made me lose my accent. Hold on. I might, I might have pictures from, from when I did that. Oh, no, here we go. Yeah. Look at how cute I was. So I had to, uh, had to have like, this, like a hooked on phonics type cassette. Or like I had to sit there and enunciate properly. And I still, like, I have a bit of the Southern draw just because like I let it slip through. I've, I've gotten very lax about addiction, you know, and then I was on the radio for all those years and my God, even like, cause I had a whole argument with my program director. You, if you're not from Appalachia, you might not know what a holler is. It's like a hollow, but it's specific to Appalachia. It's the space between, like, two mountains. Like, you go up a holler. No, 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 no. You go up a holler. It's, like, off the main road, and you go up this little dirt road up a holler. Like, Sleepy Hollow, but it's a holler. And there was a place called Pike Floyd Holler. 
And like we were like there was a wreck at Pike Floyd Holler or something like that one day, and I called it Pike Floyd Holler because that's what everybody in the community called it, Pike Floyd Holler, because it was on the Pike County Floyd County line. And I had like a knockout drag da- drag out fight with my program director, like you say it Holler, or I mean you say it hollow. You, you pronounce your words. You're, you're not, you know, you got to have the, the standard Midwestern accent. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but that's what the locals call it. Saying Pike Floyd Hollow sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, the cozy space between two mountains. Uh, you, you've got, you got a different kind of, you got different kinds of hollers. You can have creeks. I grew up on a creek. I grew up on Hurricane Creek. Once again, that's an, that's another example. I grew up on Hurricane Creek. That is not Hurricane Creek, though that is the way it is spelled. Because not a soul on Hurricane Creek calls it Hurricane Creek. So the name of the creek is Hurricane Creek. Like that is literally the name of the place. But I, I had this, I had this argument with my my program director over that. Uh, I got a picture with him somewhere. There we go. That was we we had a we had a freak show come to town and they were on the the morning show one morning. <laughs> Man, I had such a crush on her. I thought she was flirting with me in the studio like I talked to her at the show like she was not interested. That was my program director, Randy Jones. That was the half man. Uh he he swallowed swords. Uh this dude ate light bulbs. She was the burlesque lady. What is till? I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Norfolk. Yes, it's Norfolk. I say it Norfolk because I just, I can't fucking. Yeah, fun times. I don't even remember what we were Go back to the news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo Brooks went woke. Trump wanted him to overturn the election. What's fucking new? Uh, but I, I just want to point out the, the, the article hasn't said it yet. But this happened in September. I read that earlier. This happened in... Mo Brooks said this happened in September. So, Donald Trump called a congressperson in September, just, just a few months ago, 
asking them to overturn the election after Biden had been president for months. To overturn the election and hold a new one. Still. Brooks said Trump withdrew his endorsement in part because of these disagreements. The congressman was once the frontrunner in the GOP contest to replace Senator Richard Shelby, but has fallen behind in polls and struggled to raise money. By all accounts, Trump does not like endorsing losing candidates. Right-wingers are... Oh, shit. Hit the wrong one. Right-wingers are morons. Amen. Told President Trump the truth, knowing full well that it might cause President Trump to rescind his endorsement, Brooks said, but I took a sworn oath to defend and protect the U.S. Constitution. I honor my oath. That is the way I am. I break my sworn oath for no man. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure if you could have successfully prevented Trump from being able to leave office on January 6th, I believe you would have done it. I don't think you are a man of principle, Bo Brooks. <sighs> Not high enough for this shit. Oklahoma Republicans. I'm definitely not high enough for this shit. Oklahoma Republicans advance a near-total abortion ban modeled after the Texas law. Oklahoma is one step closer to copying a restrictive anti-abortion law implemented in Texas, but legislation advanced Tuesday by the Oklahoma House is even more restrictive than the law adopted in Texas that has forced hundreds, if not thousands, of women to seek abortions in neighboring states. Republican House legislators passed House Bill 4327 that would effectively ban most abortions by allowing private citizens to sue anyone who performs an abortion or aids or abets someone who pursues the procedure. Texas is wanting to amend the law to be able to sue anyone who leaves the state to get the procedure. Representative Wendy Stearman, a representative from Collinsville, said her bill was written by a former Texas Solicitor General who closely copied Texas's Senate Bill 8. I'm assuming it was written by ALEC. Well, let me get their acronym right. American Legislative American Legislative Exchange Council. I assume it was written by them that is a hard right think tank group that writes all the shitty ass laws. Whenever there's a law that's passing all the states during the state house sessions, it was written by Alec. Don't smoke marijuana in Muskogee. I, as as I understand it, Merle was mocking the conservatives with that song. I might be wrong. Merle was a pretty cool guy. Representative Wendy Stearman. Oh, I already read that part. However, HB 4327 would block nearly all abortions because it starts immediately after conception, whereas the Texas law prohibits most abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected, which typically typically occurs around six weeks into pregnancy. 
As I said, the laws are popping up all over the United States. Here is Idaho. They are preparing to ban most abortions in the state as governor signs a Texas-style law. The patient who gets an abortion or the person who impregnated her and specific members of their family. So this allows rapists to sue their victims could sue abortion providers in Idaho for tens of thousands of dollars in damages under a new law signed by Governor Brad Little on Wednesday. The law which bans most abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy is modeled after a similar Texas law, SB 8, which allows anyone to bring lawsuits against health care providers or anyone else accused of helping provide such abortions. So if an organization drives you to an abortion, you can be sued. Fuck all the way off. Idaho legislation known as SB 1309 narrows the field of potential plaintiffs to biological relatives defined as a female upon whom an abortion has been attempted or performed, the father of the preborn child, a grandparent of the preborn child, a sibling of the preborn child, or an aunt or uncle of the preborn child. Penalties for abortion providers start at $20,000 per violation. You may have a chance to work on an abortion underground railroad. Unfortunately, I'm very saddened to say that, curiouser. Kara Sanders, a law professor at the University of Idaho, says that provision could provoke lawsuits that would quickly make it impossible for healthcare providers to continue offering the procedure. Even if they couldn't win, even if the law gets struck down, just the just the threat of the lawsuits at this moment has a chilling effect on providers. And if there are 10 siblings and parents, all those people can sue you and they can all get 20 grand. You can see how one lawsuit could pretty much wipe out an entire clinic. I don't even want to think about that. That makes me sad. Back alley code hanger procedures. I, I don't know I don't know what the answer is and like so like the the succession argument you know that comes up a lot but we're in a weird place like I'm in a I'm in a solid red state right now but I'm in a pretty cool city if, if our if our congressional district had the entire city inside of it, Instead of a gerrymandered district, which also includes like a far out portion of a backwoods county. We may stand a shot at electing a Democrat here in this district. Like my area is not bad. That's the problem with these red states is like there's pockets of just of of blue areas. we're, We're urban versus rural at this moment. And I keep, like, I keep getting these arguments with the right-wingers, and they're like, oh, well, the Democrats aren't going to know what to do when, when the farmers quit providing them with food. I'm like, 
Every farmer I know is a communist. What are you talking about? Fuck off. I mean, every farmer I know, which that means, you know, they, they don't have fucking big ass factory farms and shit. I don't hobnob around rich people. All right, all these shitty laws popping up, but here's one of those feel-good stories for you guys. Amazingly, in all of this, unfortunately, the Congress might be able to... Over, I mean, the legislature might be able to uh, override the governor. Utah Governor vetoes a transgender sports ban. Utah Governor Spencer Cox on Tuesday vetoed a bill banning transgender children from playing school sports, noting in a letter explaining his video that rarely has so much fear and anger been directed at so few. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Here, I have have the letter. As to read it. Starts off with some statistics. This is is a right-winger coming uh, armed with statistics. 75,000 high school kids participating in high school sports in Utah. Four transgender kids playing high school sports in Utah. One transgender student playing girls sports. 86% of trans youth reporting suicidal uh, suicidality. I've never seen it written that way. I've always heard it as like suicidal ideation. But suicidality. Also, my southern accent fucked me up on saying. 56% of trans youth having attempted suicide. Four kids and only one of them playing girls sports. That's what all this is about. Four kids who aren't dominating or winning trophies or taking scholarships. Four kids who are just trying to find some friends and feel like they are a part of something. Four kids trying to get through each day. Rarely has so much fear and anger been directed at so few. I don't understand what they're going through or why they feel the way they do, but I want them to live. And all the research shows that even a little acceptance and connection can reduce suicidality significantly. For that reason, as much as any other, I have taken this action in the hope that we can continue to work together and find a better way. If a veto override occurs, I hope we can work to find ways to show these four kids that we love them and that they have a place in our state. I recognize the political realities of my decision. Politically, it would be much easier and better for me to simply sign the bill. I've always tried to do what I feel is the right thing, regardless of the consequences. Sometimes I don't get it right, and I do not fault those who disagree with me. But even if you disagree with me, I hope this letter helps you understand the reasons for my decision. Sincerely, Spencer J. Cox. That is the rare Republican with an actual backbone with a fucking brain. Thank you, Governor Cox. I greatly appreciate it. Cox is the second Republican governor this week, after Indiana's Eric Holcomb, to veto legislation that would have banned trans youth from participating in school sports, 
making them outliers as 11 Republican governors have signed similar bills into law in recent years. Cox has called a special session in anticipation the legislator will override his veto to figure out next steps on the bill. Meanwhile, uh, when it comes to shithead governors, I think the award goes to the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Apparently, it is uh, taking it upon himself to declare that Leah Thomas didn't actually win in what was it, the 500 meter at the NCAA championship swim meet. Republican uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis jumped into the conversation about a transgender swimmer won a collegiate title by declaring the runner-up the real winner. Santis signed a proclamation Tuesday declaring Florida-born Emma Wyant as the winner of the women's 500-yard. Oh, it's, it is the 500-yard. It's the 457-meter. This is instead of transgender athlete Leah Thomas... A University of Pennsylvania senior, DeSantis, whose proclamation has no effect on the tournament outcome, is using the document in fundraising messages for his re-election campaign. Southern Florida's pretty cool, Dip. Down there in Tampa, Miami and shit. It's the rest of that goddamn state. Orlando, that's debatable. Orlando's weird. If you like touristy places, you might like Orlando. There's some fun to be had in Orlando. But if you're if you're not into commercialization, you're probably not going to have fun in Orlando. That's the best way that's the best way I can put it. As for the rest of the state, you can just throw it out. Throw it the fuck out. Who cares? Tallahassee, fuck, flush it. Flush it. Especially, especially when you get up there in that fucking swamp country and the panhandle and shit. Fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like... Fucking, the south part of Florida isn't like the rest of the south. It's its own fucking culture. Further up north you get into Florida, the more you get like the rest of the south. Weird. I had an uncle who lived in Florida. Still lives in Florida. If he's still alive, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's still alive. I think he's actually my great uncle. I don't even think, you know, I always call him Uncle Bob. My great uncle. Uh, a content warning, uh, especially for anybody in the trans community that may be watching. We're going to go to Gutfeld, and I have no clue what the fuck he's going to say, and it's probably going to be like really incendiary. Because he's a gigantic piece of shit. 
Gefeld's monologue from last night, and I'm assuming it's going to be about Leah Thomas. You're here. Welcome to the show. I'm Bruce Jenner. <laughs> I kid, but since Caitlin isn't using it, I figure why not? It's like a box seat at a ball game. If it's empty, might as well move in from the cheap sheet. Cheap sheets. <laughs> First of all, as somebody who actually enjoys shit, no, 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 no. I'm not going to the box seat. I want to be as close. First of all, what are we watching? Is it a concert? I want to be as close as possible. I want to go up to the box. I ain't going to enjoy it in the box. Might as well, might as well fucking bought the DVD or fucking Blu-ray of the concert. Fuck. Fucking bougie-ass Gutfeld over here. I want to go sit in the box so I can be away from the plebes. Anyway, but in all seriousness, you got to hand it to Caitlin because it took balls the size of weather balloons to criticize media darling and trans swimmer Leah Thomas, saying biological boys should not compete against biological girls. Jenner may not be on the cover of Wheaties anymore, but she should be the... Caitlin, after your failed bid for governor and the way they treated you how the fuck are you still still carrying water for the right what is wrong with you girl are you stupid do you think we're stupid you think we're fools they treated you horribly in california during the governor's race spokesperson for planters because she's got some major nuts on her. By the way, Wheaties is the worst tasting cereal ever. It makes Count Chocula taste like a $60 steak. I think that's why they put athletes on the box. Because no fat person would dare. I'm not sure if I've ever eaten Wheaties. Now watch Sparkles show up and be like, You've had Wheaties with me, motherfucker. Eat it. Now, Jenner says she has no beef with Thomas, but felt the NCAA wasn't tough enough in allowing Thomas to compete in women's races. And she's right. Thomas just beat a bunch of biological girls in the 500 meter whatever. Honestly, I don't follow it. Swimming is for people too lazy to bathe after exercising. (laughs) Sorry, Trace. But in this controversy of letting biological males beat biological females, there has to be a... Yeah, I had this, I had like a two hour long debate with this dude yesterday. And, you know, like I broke down like, when did you take an interest in women swimming exactly? He's, he's got all these fucking time breakdowns and shit. I'm like, when did you take an interest in this? Sane position to take. First, I don't think a dude chooses to switch genders in order to beat girls in a sport that, you know, before he sucked at. Because cheating with steroids... And that that is a common misnomer. And that's the same thing that asshole I was arguing with yesterday kept saying. That that pre-transition, Leah was ranked like 530-something. And I'm like, yes. She was a freshman. Usually, and I couldn't, I could not get this through the dude's skull... Yes, usually you start off ranked pretty fucking low. And by the time you get to your senior year, you would be ranked high. She pre-transitioned was also ranked like 32nd in uh, uh, a different event. She was always a top-tier athlete. Her pre-transition time was 10 seconds off of the male record. Her her post-transition time is 10 seconds off of the female record. 
He was always an elite athlete. So this notion that she sucked and she she switched genders just to have an advantage is fucking stupid. And when I brought up all the when I brought up the discrepancy in times to this dude, he said, "Yeah, she's throwing races purposely so that she can win this one." I'm like, "You have no evidence of that. That's stupid." So then he shows me where a a researcher, and this was actual research, I appreciated this, he screenshotted a part of it and posted it in the thing. And I, I'm like, it's cherry picking something here. Because he kept telling me like, oh, this is research, this is research. I was like, well, please link me to the research. He never did, but he finally told me the author and it was a trans athlete who now advises the NCAA and the Olympic Committee on matters like this. She didn't agree with him at all, but she was taking like, he took one little quote out of that research that like retained body mass or some shit like that. But the entire article taken as a whole said, no, they have no disadvantage or they have no uh, inherent advantage. Everything kind of evens out. It was the weird. It was the weirdest fucking thing. So he's he's like showing me the times. He's like, all right. So post transition, she should have been seven to fourteen seconds slower, or seven to fourteen percent slower. And I agree because he showed me the research to back that up. She should have been seven to fourteen percent slower. Instead, she was seven percent slower in one and two percent slower in another. 2% slower in the in the 500, which she won. To which I pointed out, there's a lurking variable in the data there. You're comparing her times pre-transition, which was four or five years ago. This is an elite athlete who has made gains over the last four or five years. So you have to subtract the gains they would have made and shaved off their time anyway. In the four years. From the post-transition times. So given that, 2% seems incredibly reasonable. But hey, what do I know? And do fucking did not know what I was talking about. Did not fucking understand. Just like all right-wingers. Did not fucking understand statistical analysis. Just much easier. But remember, as a dude, Thomas was ranked at 462, one spot ahead of her rusty anchor. And now as a chick, she's number one. She should be the spokesperson for chlorine, strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. <laughs> but I wonder if the chlorine to her, or does she try to ignore it? I try to ignore it as much as I can. I try to focus on my swimming, uh, what I need to do to get ready for my races. And just try to block out everything else. Good on you, Leah. Weirdly selfish. It's like me putting on a dress and doing the view and acting like it's no big deal. The sad thing is, I'd still be the hottest. (laughs) But I'd also. My God. It's the view. They need tech support to count to 10. But it's not about switching genders at all. That's just a distraction. I doubt winning swim meets is the reason anyone would change their sex. Swimming is hard enough. I won't go near a kiddie pool unless there's a lifeguard on duty. But it's about what you do after switching genders. It's common sense. You might even call it common courtesy. Perhaps what Thomas is doing...
What the fuck do you know about switching genders? What? Who the fuck made you an arbiter of what you're supposed to do after you switch genders? The fuck are you talking about? Who the fuck are you, Gutfeld? Is a byproduct of masculine selfishness. Like eating the entire pizza you were supposed to save for your spouse when she got home from work. That's the striking part. A dude becomes a man and then kicks the crap out of girls at a sport. It's just piggish. I mean, not many women are becoming men and doing the same thing. Or if they do, they lose more often than Hillary Clinton. So the more Thomas <laughs> wins as a chick, the more... I just enjoyed the Hillary joke, sorry. That's not, I think... see that even if you're bangs. Is that the first time Gutfeld cracked me? Is that the first time Gutfeld cracked me? The Hillary joke got me. It, it was only like a little... <laughs> but like still, still, Gutfeld got me there. That's the striking part. A dude becomes a man and then kicks the crap out of girls at a sport. It's just piggish. A dude becomes I mean, a man. Women are becoming men and doing the same thing. Or if they do, they lose more often than Hillary Clinton. So the more Thomas wins... Dude. Doom, doom, doom. You'll be a man soon. Ends as a chick, the more of a chauvinist she appears to be. I mean, you what? should see that even if your bangs are in your eyes. No one is saying it's wrong for you to pursue the sport you love. But when you have a clear advantage and for some reason you don't care, it's disrespectful and it's narcissistic. But by sticking up for women, Jenner shows the respect she has for the fairer sex, which seems to be. Now, does does Gutfeld do a whole monologue about, let's say, uh, Tom Brady or Brett Favre? You know, the talented quarterbacks that are also right wingers that are fucking full of themselves. Are are you calling them narcissistic? There's there there is an air of misogyny here. There's transphobia. Gutfeld's got it all. Missing with Leah as she happily destroys the competition. I mean, misogyny is a uh, like misogyny is like the fucking calling card of this show, though. While they desperately cling to the untenable woke position. An NBC op-ed actually compared Thomas to Jackie Robinson. That's a good comparison. Weird. They don't look at all alike. Except maybe in size and muscle mass. Oh, God. Rika Giorgi, not sure if I got that right, a Virginia Tech swimmer. Does she supports Leah. C2A rules allowing transgendered women to compete against biological females. After she missed the cutoff for the consolation final in the 500. He said she supports Leah. Thomas there are fake tweets from her going around. In a letter, she claimed their rules are harmful to biological females and that every event transgendered athletes competed in was one spot taken away from biological females, herself included. You know, it's almost as though biological women should have their own league so they aren't crushed by biological men. That's crazy. Ron DeSantis, isn't he the commissioner of swimming or something? Is also pretty ticked off. Now, the NCAA... Who gives a shit if Ron DeSantis is ticked off? ...destroy women's athletics. They're trying... These, these, are the, these are the people that talk about entitlement. They talk about participation trophies. They call other people sore losers. Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck these people.
trying to undermine the integrity of the competition, and they're crowning somebody else uh, the woman's champion. And we think that's wrong. Mm. So he issued a proclamation declaring the second place finisher, Floridian Emma Wyant, the true champion. But in short, Leah crushed the female competition. I'm not devastated, but then I'm not a woman who swam all her life competitively. I'm just a biological male who drinks competitively, and I got the trophies and liver to prove it. Swimming is something I do. Why are we listening to a drunkard then? <laughs> it's true. I'm just warming the water for everybody else. But I'm looking at this, and I can't deny what I see. They don't the give NCAA a shit. seems more interested in appearing woke than protecting its athletes. Not only do they not give a shit, they like actively mock women's sports. Notice, like, Brittany Griner, where we're talking about the integrity of women's sports here, and, like, these fucks never bring up Brittany Griner. You're not going to hear about her. And if they were to bring her up, it's only in the in the context to, to bash Russia, possibly. If they even bash Russia. Depends on which host is on. Some of them are, are sucking Putin's cock. But man, like, they mock the WNBA and everything. They mock the, the women's soccer team. I would I would almost bet. I would almost bet there are monologues of Greg Gutfeld mocking Megan Rapoport. Absolutely. They don't give a shit about women's sports. But to make this ideology work, you have to erase the distinction between trans and biological women. That means it's not only women being erased from the record books of their own sports, they're being erased, period. No pun intended, since men can have periods, too. So wait till the next Leah Thomas comes along and wants to play a contact sport. Uh-huh, enough for this shit. Women's lacrosse and leaves a trail of injured women on the field. Maybe then the NC2A and their lawyers will finally say uncle. Or should I say aunt? Let's welcome tonight. Also, the other, the other example of a trans athlete they bring up is uh, Fallon Fox, the MMA fighter. They always say that she broke her opponent's skull. What actually happened is an orbital bone fracture, which is one of the absolute most common fractures in the UFC or in MMA. Sorry, that's like calling, you know, fucking uh, a, a tissue a Kleenex because, you know, Kleenex is the brand. It's calling, it's calling everything UFC. It's like your mom called everything a Nintendo. All video games are that Nintendo over there. The arcade to play Nintendo. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. One of the most common injuries in MMA is an orbital bone fracture, which is what Fallon Fox inflicted upon her opponent. If you ever hear a right winger saying that nonsense. It's like, uh, it's up here. Like, it's like inside your nose or some shit. It's very, apparently it's very fucking painful. Wrestlers, it's pretty common with wrestlers too. Anybody who's, you know, in danger of being struck here in this area. Okay, a Lano County librarian, if I'm saying that wrong, please. Oh, oh, we got a local news hit. Good. They can say the name of the town or county. 
in the classroom. And leaders and parents continue to argue over what kids should be allowed to read in the classroom. And now we're hearing from a local librarian who says she lost her job because of it. She refused to remove certain books from her library. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller. I'm Amanda Dugan. Hey, hey, sounds like cancel culture to me. Well, last year, the governor called for a criminal investigation into what he called pornographic books in public schools. Since then, the conversations flooded over into public libraries. Nabil Ramana talked with a former Lano County librarian about why she chose to take a stand. For fuck's sake, make cannabis federally legal. On March 9th, Suzette Baker was terminated a, from her position. For creating a dis- God damn, Joe Biden, how stupid are you? The keys to the 2022 election are just right there in front of you. All you gotta do is cancel student debt and make pot federally legal. Or federally decriminalized, at least. That's all you gotta do. It's right there in front of you. 2022. Yours. On a silver platter. Those are the two things. I said that. God damn. I said that in 2012. Like the Democrats are stupid. They are stupid for not running every single congressional race on legalization. In 2012! Democrats, it's 2022 now! That's, that's a simple thing that Joe Biden can do on his own. Decriminalization and cancel student debt. Boom, easy. One day, it's an announcement. And it's done! Fuck, dude! Get it together! Disturbance, insubordination, violation of policies, and failure to follow instructions. As head librarian at the... Not all of them, but yes, the corporate ones. She says when she didn't remove certain books from her shelves, the county removed her. The books in my library in Kingsland were not taken off the shelves. We did not move them. Um, I told my boss that was censorship. According to Baker, a group of yep. people had reached out to the library system about books which were deemed inappropriate or pornographic, and they wanted them removed. She claims one of the books about life as a transgender... Uh, by the way, by the way, this is a specific list that is being circulated by these hard right-wing groups to all these different parent organizations and shit. Like, you need to go to your library and you need to check and make sure if they have these books. Just to raise a fucking ruckus all over this country, these assholes. It is her biography of growing up as a transgendered teenager. And fair enough, Dip, fair enough. This group thought that was too much for their children to read, which nobody's forcing their children to read anything. It's just available in the library. I always thought she was extremely professional, uh, very knowledgeable, uh, has a strong character, and um, did her job well. Sounds like somebody we need as a librarian. Green Little, a patron of the Lano County Libraries. She says there has been no transparency within the library system. I have now counted 12 books that I know have been removed from Lano County Library. and I can't get clarification uh, from the county or from the library system on why. According to the Texas Tribune, the library staff conducted a thorough review of every children's book in the library 
to assess their content. Again, there are very clear rules uh, that should be followed with regards to censorship of books in the public library. Those rules were not followed. It may not be my book, it may not be your book, but it could be somebody else's. It's an astroturfed issue, yes. That choice away from them. And I reached out to multiple... And it's, it's, the, it's the Moms for Liberty, it's all those different offshoot groups. They're all connected, too. They're all getting their funding from the same place. Now, both Little and Baker are also both concerned about the newly formed Library Advisory Board tasked with reviewing the book. Was it Lano? It's holding some meetings behind closed. Lano County? So. Yeah. The other thing interesting about this is that this is not a school library. This was a city library where you think, you know, adults are Correct. pulling yeah. books in a lot of cases and they're limiting what what you, you have access to. potentially have access to. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't... I didn't even notice it was the city library. I was talking through all that. Looking into legal action, and then she's also reached out to a number of organizations. Yes, look into legal action. American Library Association. So I think she's going to get some feedback, and we'll see where this goes. So. Okay. All right, thank you. Good God damn. Going in depth for you, this all started last October. Republican State Representative Matt Krause of Fort Worth called for an investigation into some Texas school books. He asked the Texas Education Agency to identify what books are on school shelves, particularly if they pertain to race, sexuality, or, quote, make students feel discomfort. Oh, The bill started looking into the story. Oh, cool. Concern from folks in Kingsland, and they reached out to KXAN. If you have anything you well, want I, I assume it's Spanish. At report it at kxan.com. You can also scan this QR code on your screen. Duh, Justin. I, knew I took Spanish in eighth grade. I should have known that. To all you California residents that might be watching. This afternoon, Governor Newsom announced a multi-billion dollar relief package to help out Californians as gas prices continue to soar. On top of a $400 rebate, the package includes public transit incentives and a pause on certain gas tax hikes. KTLA Vice Gene King live now in West Hollywood with more details. They got that bougie gas behind them. Hi, Lou. Hi, Glenn. Well, as you mentioned, the governor just put a lot on the table. This is a proposal that could save billions of dollars. We're talking also about the gas relief, and that is welcome news. As you see people here at the pump, that means hundreds of dollars in rebates for drivers and other motorists. Only that dude agreed to be on camera. This direct relief is on top of the 10 plus billion dollars that we have distributed over the last year with the Golden State stimulus. So all told, close to $20 billion of direct tax relief here in the state of California. And by the way, we're building on this direct tax relief by also providing... I argued with a dude today. I was like, about, he was like, the Green New Deal is killing us. I'm like, no legislation has passed about the Green New Deal. What are you talking about? And he was like, Dodd Diesel, look up Dodd Diesel, blah, blah, blah. I did. It was passed by the Bush administration in 2001. And if I had to guess, they, they there's like different types, different grades of diesel. And they started dying. Like there's clear diesel, which you use in a, like a, a consumer vehicle. But then there's like other types of diesel have to be dyed red or dyed green or some shit. I assume it has something to do with bomb making post 9-11 if the law was passed in 2001 but it was george bush that passed that on the federal level there's state laws 
George Bush. Fucking, it was George Bush. It passed under Bush. Amended in twenty and two thousand four and two thousand six. Also under George Bush. It's the fucking craziest thing. Right wingers don't know how anything works, and it's it's frustrating arguing with them. I wish they could feel embarrassment. It would save the rest of us so much time. Like they're they're too stupid to understand how stupid they are to feel embarrassment about being stupid. Providing the opportunity for transit agencies to provide upwards of three months of free public transit and also accelerating efforts to increase investments in pedestrian and bicycle safety. The radical so leftists. Numbers involved. Let's go over that part of the. As if a radical leftist has ever gotten any kind of shit. Refunds for Californians. That breaks down to four hundred dollars in direct payments per vehicle, with a maximum of eight hundred dollars for two vehicles, seven hundred fifty million dollars in grants to support transit, and rail rail agencies, uh, so they can provide free bus, subway, and light rail to travel. So yes, I'm. I'm assuming they're going to go by your vehicle registration. Two direct payments of $400 per view, or max of two, if you got two vehicles. I don't, I, I would I would assume they determine that by your registration. But I believe it is, see it says Governor Newsom proposes $400 debit cards. I don't think you're going to have to use them on fuel. They're going to do it specifically targeted to motorists. Travelers for three months, up to $600 million to pause part of the sales tax rate. That's on diesel fuel for one year. And $523 million to temporarily stop inflation on tax, uh, the gas and diesel tax rates as well. Now back out here live, uh, the governor also saying in a statement that this uh, has a direct relationship to the... They want to know what radical is. They need to take a look at my ass, Hiller. Yeah, fuck my joke up. With some type of relief, especially now. Bring live here in West Hollywood, Gene Kang. I'm going to send it back to you. I am pretty sure it's a debit card. I don't... I don't... Like, it may be like a, a only usable at gas stations. I don't know how they would go about doing that. The countdown to... But... I don't know if there, there's some... limitations on it, but according to the article, it seems like it's going to be a debit card. I don't understand why they wouldn't just do a payment into your bank account, but then again, state government doesn't really have your bank account on file the way the IRS does, which is why it was so much easier for the the feds to send us our, our stimulus checks. That direct deposit. Ah, oh, shit, RB. I'm sorry. That sucks. I was hoping you'd get. I was hoping you'd get your four hundred dollar debit card. The countdown to curfew is on. Yeah, it has been a little crazy. When the clock strikes midnight, bars and restaurants will close for the night. And starting in an hour, liquor stores will stop selling alcohol. Yeah, that's kind of BS. But city leaders say the violence is... Well, they're probably doing it by registration, Dip. 7 partying has to come to an end. You have to have your registration on file. As the night progresses. And I would tell anybody who's having any reservations about this curfew, including whether we're legally challenged, I would say that a judge, the judge needs to go down there and see 
in person firsthand what is happening. It is not- Even if you're violating the law, hey, judge, come down here and see what's going on. We need to violate the law because this shit is so bad. Not safe. Miami Beach Commissioner Stephen Miner says some of the measures they've tried to enforce were shut down in court. We were legally told that we could not implement emergency measures beforehand because... It wasn't an emergency yet. You, unfortunately, you have to wait for the emergency yeah. to happen. Since Sunday, there's been two shootings, sending five people to the hospital. And since the start of spring break, nine officers have been injured. I mean, look at the amount of people on the streets, you know? Well, that, and that's what makes it difficult. Today, officers are out in full force. I've been talking first and foremost for several years that we must have a visible police presence, that our police need to be visibly present to deter crime. They're present. You cannot walk down Ocean Drive at night like I did. They are everywhere. You got a hard on for the cops. They're present. The curfew. I think it's a good idea. But especially with shootings, yeah. yeah. Like I don't. I'm not against the safety precautions. I thought this was America. Others who are just visiting for the week say some people are ruining it for everyone. It's younger kids with liquor and they don't know how to handle themselves. I wonder how many, uh, I wonder how many, uh, um, alcohol poison, poisoning cases they have. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Alright, you guys pick. I've got, I've got, I've got, like... Am I gonna do the next story or not? I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Yes or no. Like, I'm, 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 I'm waffling on it. I don't know if I want to do it or not. It it involves a musician. A right-wing musician. So you guys let me know if you want if you want to watch this next video or not. Yes! Dip is a glutton for pain. So here is Matt Walsh commenting on Kid Rock on Tucker Carlson. Kid it's Rock a, was interviewed. It's a turducken. It's a turducken of just horrible ass people. Matt Walsh on the Matt Walsh show talking about Kid Rock who apparently got some access to some like classified information about North Korea while he was golfing with Trump. Trump apparently asked him his thoughts on North Korea. I don't, does Kid Rock play an instrument? It's my contingent. Like that fucking uh, that one song he did a couple couple months ago. That don't tell me how to live. That's just a monster truck song. Like they wrote that like that came out like a year two two three fucking years ago. A turyuckin, a turyuckin. Remember, this guy made a joke about how much I can bench press. Matt Walsh talks about Kid Rock being interviewed by Tucker Carlson. Interviewed by Tucker Carlson a few days ago, and he said something about cancel culture that I actually thought was pretty important. So I want to play that for you. Listen, we're not even we're not even going to focus on the fact that the yokel was was apparently exposed to classified intel and was asked his advice on international affairs. If it was if it was a Democrat that had a fucking asshole like Kid Rock come to, can you imagine if Rock? Remember the fucking fit they threw over a uh, common 
be performing at the White House. Common. Common. I don't even. I don't even know what the issue was with Common. Common's amazing. I thought like Common's one of those like rappers, hip hop artists that you could like. I thought you could show them to other people and they would be able to appreciate the artistry. That's how fucking good Common is. But they threw an absolute shit fit over Common just coming to the White House. Can you imagine the shit they would have said if if Common had been asked his thoughts on you fucking What do you think about Russia invading Ukraine there, Common? <laughs> Fuck! But because it's Kid Rock, we're just going to ignore that. He was exposed to state secrets. Oh, but let's talk about cancel culture. Why haven't you been canceled? Like, people aren't allowed to say what they think you are. I am uncancelable. What's that? Because I don't give a Because you're rich. And I'm not in bed with any big corporate things at the end of the day. There's nobody I'm beholden to, no record companies, no corporate interests, no nothing. And you can't cancel me. I, I love it when they try. I'm like, yeah. So why, why aren't there more artists? Thank you. Accidentally based Kid Rock calls out the problem. The real cancel culture is corporate America that wants to sanitize everything to make sure it appeals to a mass audience to make as much money as it possibly can. Thank you. Are you calling Kid Rock Garth Spider Pickle? Because Garth is good. I like Garth. Garth transcends country music. I'm a big Garth Brooks fan. Garth Brooks is cool in my book. Oh, no, no, no. You mean Garth is in like Wayne and Garth, don't you? You think he looks like Garth from Wayne's World? That's it. Boom! My stoner ass. Just like that. Because they're in bed with record companies yeah. and, you know, corporate deals and, and structures at every level. And, you know, it's, um, and if, if someone finds a way to get me a little bit here and there, I'll find another way around it. You never see artists talk like that. They seem very easy to intimidate. It'd be funny if Tucker was like, whoa, 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 whoa. did you realize, like, you're just Light not- up that cigar. Day one? Really? I think I crawled out of the womb with both middle fingers in the air. <laughs> So he's he's right that there are it's it's an important point that there are two ways to get canceled, and it's really there's really only two there are only two ways for it to happen, um, two kind of. Here's the thing: is like it's just Kid Rock wasn't really popular when the whole Trump thing happened, or both. So either, in order to be canceled, you have to be beholden to corporate interests, um, as capitalism. Many people are. I mean, if you. If you work for a, a big giant corporation, then in that way you're beholden to them because you work for them. Um, Capitalism through no fault of your own. I mean, you have to have a job, but so that that's one. Capitalism. Way. You're kind of at the mercy. of... You had to work for the people that own the means of production. That's one if, way. To if 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 hear me out here. If we had co-ops and we had industries that were nationalized, and the government was just employing people. You wouldn't be beholden to corporate interests and there'd be no cancel culture. Holy shit. Wow. Who would have thunk it? The other. Oh, don't don't even get me started on the music industry. Shit. Shit. Which, I mean, Kid Rock at this point. 
once you've the cool thing about the music industry right now is when if you're a band and you have like one hit if you are lucky enough to have one song that breaks through and you can get like a modicum of success you can actually develop a following tour sell merch and everything and do that independently of any kind of like I, I call it the modest mouse model had him a nice little hit in what like 2004 they've had some mild success on the radio since with a couple of different songs but ultimately you know they're kind of an obscure band but they play clubs and fucking and and uh theaters and shit and they do well for themselves that would if I was if I was an artist that would be the track I would want to take I wouldn't want to be fucking arena sh- arena shows suck doesn't have the the magic and the electricity of the smaller shows. Oh, now, now, okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing, Dip. When he he calls himself a theocratic fascist, he would tell you that he is trolling you and that he's not actually a theocratic fascist. But like, he's clearly a theocratic fascist. Because, like, that's supposedly a joke that he says that on his Twitter. For those of you listening to the audio, we're talking about Matt Walsh, who his Twitter bio calls him a theocratic fascist. But any Matt Walsh fan would say to you, they're like, oh, no, that's just trolling you. That's just to trigger the libs. They don't. They don't fucking get irony. They don't. They have zero self awareness. Way is if you if you care what the mob thinks about you, and that's why we see people who wouldn't seem to really be beholden to anyone. There's no reason. Ex- why. Exactly. Like fucking Matt Walsh doesn't care about anybody liking him, so that's why he can't be canceled. They need to be beholden to you. Rich and famous people got all the money in the world and. Even if they get canceled by corporations, they're not really canceled. They're still going to be rich. They're still going to be famous. They could go out on their own and do their own thing. But they still apologize and crumble and everything because although they're not really beholden to corporate interests, or maybe they are a little bit, the bigger issue is that they care. All the usual suspects fund them, Dip. So either you care what the mob thinks or you're beholden to corporate interests um, or or both. You know, and for a lot now, of people, it's both. But now the Daily Wire is becoming a self-sustaining entity now, and it might actually be turning a profit. We're going we're gonna to get into that in just a second. Uh, after this video is business dealings of the Daily Wire. Especially a lot of celebrities and so on. It, the answer is both there. So if you want to be uncancelable, that's that's the way to do it. Now, you know, unfortunately, lots of people are not in the spot that Kid Rock is in, where you could be wealthy uh. and all of that. And, and, you know, you don't really, you're not, you don't need to go to any corporation or anyone looking for a job. You can kind of do your own thing. So not everyone's in that spot. But at least... You're mad about capitalism. um, Is the second part. Which gives you some cover, anyway, in cancel culture. Which is to stop caring what the mob thinks to begin with. A lot of the cancellations that happen, it's really a... It's a a self-cancellation. The mob gives the gun to the canceled person... And just convinces them to pull the trigger against themselves, metaphorically. Well, it's like the, uh, you know, the the uh, Heritage Foundation, all those fucking fucks. 
See if we can get a let's get a list here. I assume there's Mercer money. Dan Wilkes. Ferris and Dan Wilkes, they are fracking billionaires. TYT investigates here. Boom. I trust TYT. That's a, that's a thing. Um, I uh, I've been applying for jobs and it's been like shit, like in Atlanta. But like, I might go and apply for Vice, TYT, and shit. Like, now's the time. I'm I'm like, if I'm ever at that point in my career, now's the time. I don't think like I, I don't. If I went to Vice, I'm not going to be a host. I'm going to be a producer. Sound guy, a cameraman, some shit like that. I won't be a fucking host or anything. Maybe, I eventually, I don't know. That would be that would be the kind of position I would want to take. I'm floor director for TYT. That would be fun as fuck. Be Chank and Anna's uh, floor director. Be a producer. I would I would enjoy that. Some 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 producers like they double on camera as well. Like Jr. He is a producer, but you know, on camera. Uh, ben Shapiro, so-called conservative wonderkind and cool kid philosopher and principled gladiator. While these types of profiles, okay. Turning Point USA, Young America's Foundation, propped up with cash from wealthy conservatives, and both groups put Shapiro in the company of racist and Islamophobic figures. Prominent political GOP donors to these groups include Charles Koch, Betsy DeVos, Robert and Rebecca Mercer. These are the these are the usual suspects. Uh, Bruce Rauner, Ron, Reiner, Rauner, Richard Olin. Ernie Marcus and uh, Foster Freeze. That dude that had a real hard on for the Clintons all those years. I'm not seeing any, any Peter Till money. Peter Till's weird. That's what I can't. And don't look up. Everybody kept calling the uh, the the dude that ran the the you know the trillion dollar company space company. They kept calling him like a, a a cross between Bezos and Elon Musk and shit. And I'm like, nah, that was totally Peter Till. That guy played it like he was Peter fucking Till. Weirdo. All the funding behind Breitbart News and Shapiro's current platform, The Daily Wire, is well known. A full picture of the money behind Shapiro makes it clear that his career depends on a much larger group of major conservatives than he would perhaps like to admit. Yeah, it's a whole fucking web of foundations and shit where they slosh money around. I would turn right winger and take the money. I like. I'm at a point where I I just like a little money to be comfortable. I like. I live by the seat of my pants, kind of, and uh, I I kind of like not not I I like to not do that anymore. Up on almost uh, forty. I would turn right winger and I would cash out 
But I couldn't do like this week. I would have to talk about the Leah Thomas story, and there's just absolutely no way in good conscience I could ever fucking. I don't even know how to wrap my head around how to make an argument against that woman. I don't understand the right wing arguments. I couldn't repeat them. So, like, I could never turn right winger. It's impossible. I just, I don't grasp how their mind works. It baffles me. I'm, I'm gobsmacked by the stupidity. So I, 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 I don't, I don't, it'd be fun to do for just a couple of years and like I make it to the Daily Wire and then be like, ha ha everyone. I was actually a lefty the whole time. I don't believe any of this stuff. That's how easy. There's a video of me saying I was going to grift you, even though this video exists, because I have that. I would like to have the money to be able to help my friends out and to be able to, to, to give to more charity than I do. To support more causes that, like, because I've got, like, dollar... Uh, like auto deducts for like amnesty. Uh, I turned my Act Blue off. I'm pissed at Act Blue, but like I had since like fucking 2015, 2016, I had like a monthly donation of a dollar to Act Blue to the you know the Democratic candidates. And fuck it, I give heavily to candidate Sahid Buttar. I gave multiple times to. Uh, fucking any, any, any Democrat that's in a race, I'm really wanting to see an outcome. Sahib Buttar was trying to unseat Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I was given to a primary race. Like, I want to be able to do more of that. I want to be able to, you know, fucking, I want to be able to help my friends out. Most of the time, most of the time somebody's asking for money. It's like, Hey, can you spot me money? I don't like that. I want to I be able to spot other people money. I be, don't even worry about it. Oh, God. We were watching. I'm done with Matt Walsh. Fuck it. We shouldn't need charity. We shouldn't. But unfortunately, we do, and unfortunately, the charities that do the best work go with the least funding. The the causes, I think, are neglected, have the least funding, and that upsets me. All right, speaking of funding, Jeremy's Razors. This is apparently the greatest commercial ever because the Daily Wire wouldn't be hyperbolic at all. They are upset. They got triggered by the fact that a company pulled out. A year ago, Harry's Razors advertised on our shows, but then they pulled their ads due to values misalignment. Which is literally capitalism. These are you just heard one of the Daily Wire's hosts go off on cancel culture. 
This company, who was supporting them financially, decided like, oh, we don't really like your content. We're going to pull out. But we, you know, we funded you before, but now like your content's gotten a little controversial. So like, we don't want any part of it. Daily Wire has now decided to go after that company. This feels like cancel culture to me. Feels like they're trying to cancel Harry's razors. Just because they don't like that. Doesn't seem that Harry's did anything to Daily Wire. Just quit buying ads on their shows. So they disagreed with Harry's not buying ads on their shows and they're introducing Jeremy's razors. Stop giving your money to woke corporations that hate you. The Daily Wire, a propaganda machine, is going after an independent company. They're trying to cancel culture. A company that's just trying to do their best in the world. like Advertise on shit that aligns with their values. And what kind of a commercial does the Daily Wire make for this? It's like a self-indulgent three and a half, four minute fucking... Inside, like the production value on this is probably going to blow us the fuck away. This is what billionaire money gets you. That's a fucking. Is that a Lamborghini? A Ferrari? Uh, it's some fucking high end sports car. I don't even know. I'm too poor to even know what the fuck that car is called. Do you remember when there were two genders and only one and a half of them had to shave their mustaches? Oh, hi. I'm Jeremy Boring, CEO and God King of The Daily Wire. Harry's razors used to advertise on our shows. They're a great product, and we were happy to do it. That's before some peon who works for me went and said that boys are boys and girls are girls. And that was just too much for Harry's. They condemned our views. Views held by millions... Well, I mean, I agree with the dude... Fucking Michael Knowles, I wouldn't high-five him either. And holy shit, look at their fucking offices. Look at the money these motherfuckers have. Used to advertise on our shows. They're a great product, and we were happy to do it. That's before some peon who works for me went and said that boys are boys and girls are... By the way, these fuckers would call each and every one of us elitists. These fuckers would call us elitists in a heartbeat. You know it. And that was just too much for Harry's. They condemned our views. Views held by millions of Americans and virtually every human who's walked the planet until about 15 minutes ago as inexcusable. And they dropped their ads from our network because of what they called values misalignment. You're damn right our values are misaligned. And it's not just Harry's either. Gillette razors used to be the best a man could get. Then they decided that men are too toxic. Unless you're the kind of man who teaches his daughter to shave her beard. If that makes sense to you, keep buying Gillette. But if you've had enough of the woke bullshit, and you're tired of paying companies like Harry's and Gillette to hate you... This is a multi-million dollar commercial, guys. This is a multi-million dollar production. That model 
was incredibly expensive. He's got a fucking flamethrower. And buy my new razor instead. Behold, Jeremy's razors. Yes, they're real. Yes, they're fabulous. But Jeremy, you say, you're a svelte silver fox with a salt and pepper beard that's the envy of lesser men. I am not envious of your shitty ass beard, dude. And I want to be clear that shaving with a Jeremy's razor won't actually make you look more like yes, me. Yes, you're giving me fierce. You're giving me power. Could make you look more like this guy, though. And that's the most homoerotic moment you'll ever... Yes, I was getting ready to say that was incredibly homoerotic. The fuck? And... We're two minutes into this. There's still another two minutes. Get from a Jeremy's Razor commercial. What kind of man shaves with a Jeremy's Razor? I don't know. How about cowboys, firefighters, those guys that shot Osama bin Laden? I mean, no, none of those guys have ever even heard of a Jeremy's Razor, but, but imagine how much more manly they'd be if they had. The Ryman. They rented the Ryman for this spot. That is the Ryman Auditorium. It is a sacred music venue. Fuck them for being on that stage. Right now, you're probably wondering. I'm not sure. Look that up, Dip. Sure, it is. That doesn't mean it isn't real. Or that it won't be the best shave of your life. I will. Harry's Razors doesn't want your business. I do. They seem to hate you. And I, well, I can't say that I love you. But I don't mean you any specific harm. Kristen Beck. Our country's in trouble. Conservatives are being canceled by Hollywood, the media, universities. And now Harry's Razors. Stop giving your money to woke corporations. So very good point. <laughs> Talking about... Still Team 6 and their manliness. Here is um, Chris Beck. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm no, no. That's that's their dead name. My apologies. Kristen Beck. Former uh, former uh, Still Team 6 member. The props, everything. There's a... One of the cigar store Indians. There's a cigar store Indian statute of, of, of Elizabeth Warren. Fuck! Our country's in trouble. Conservatives are being canceled by Hollywood, the media, universities, and now Harry's Razors. Stop giving your money to woke corporations who don't think you deserve their product. Give it to me instead. Head over to IHateHarrys.com and pre-order your Founders Series Razor and Shaving Cream Set today. 
How much does that stupid shit cost? How much does that stupid shit cost? There's like a dollar shave club where you can get like fucking dollar blades sent to your house. I don't know. I use uh, I use women's razors. I feel that I get the best results from a big soleil. But that's me. I'm not giving you advice on facial hair. I've got plenty of hair, so you would think that I would know what I'm talking about, though. Let's see a price. Um, we're gonna go with every two months here. Let's price is an eight pack every two months. The Founders Kit is $41. What does the Founders Kit come with? The subscription was $18 for eight sets of blades. What does what does the Founders Kit come with? Only $59.99. A travel case, a Founders Series Razor, eight blade subscription. Shaving cream and post shave balm for sixty bucks. Rip off, absolute rip off. That shaving set is like twenty dollars. You get shit like that at Christmas at any fucking box store. It's twenty fucking dollars. Rip off. The Daily Wire is a rip off. They are grifters. I don't think it goes. I, th- I think it goes without saying, but like, do not order their product. I don't think anybody on here would. Got a much uh, much more intelligent uh, audience than someone who would consume the Daily Wire. Now, this is a little. little experiment we're doing here. They didn't wake up the cat. If you'll notice, the cat is dead asleep. They decided to, to sneak a, a scramp under the cat's nose. Is it no no no? Is it dreaming of the of the scrimp? Look at his little mouth. You thought we were trying to scare the cat? No, no, no. We're gonna treat the cat. Start smelling it. Kind of, it's dreaming like its its mouth starts watering. It's twitching like it's like, scramp, scramp. What do you mean? Cats love shrimp. Well, most cats do. 
Uh, Maynard actually doesn't like shrimp. It's amazing that they were able to get that close to the cat without waking it up. Cats, uh... That scramp could have been dead before it ever, like, you know, was harvested. Scramp don't, like, scramps don't have feelings, do they? Like, they don't have brains. They're just like, uh, they're like a weird... I might, I might be wrong on that. Like, aren't they, aren't they, like, really primitive? They have a nervous system. But, like, there's, there's no, like, brain is there. Coping? What? No, I'm being scientifically correct here. I think. I don't know. I'm gonna learn about Scramp tonight. Because I'm like this cat. I'm getting really fucking hungry. So if you're watching on Twitch, you're heading over to Producer Dave with Egoplex Media. He's going to take real good care of you. Uh, I was told there'd be no more uh, Weinstein, but apparently he's doing Eric Weinstein. There's no, there's no Brett Weinstein. So apparently you're getting Eric Weinstein over there. Oh, it's Wednesday night. For some reason, I was thinking it was Tuesday because I wasn't on last night. Yes, it's Intellectual Dollar Tree. That's why it's Eric Weinstein. Go ahead, light one up. Tip one bag. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live. Send all the Twitch people away. I'll let the YouTube people finish watching the cat video.